Welcome to the Go All In Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Bruss, and this is your reality check with Rob. I've titled this one, Every Life Matters. And the reason I wanted to share this podcast and this video with you, ladies and gentlemen of the audience today, is because I wanted to share with you the thing that's been bothering me the most about this pandemic that we're facing right now. And I know that it's bothering a lot of people. I know this relentless 24-hour news cycle can be pretty full on and it can be uh, relentless is the only way that I could describe it. It's like it's on the news, it's everywhere, it's continually in the media. And we've all heard the saying that if it bleeds, it leads. And that's an expression that you've heard by, used by people in the media. So you need to remember that the media have got a job to do and their job is to get your attention, to strike at your emotions and hopefully to shock you, the viewer and the listener, into looking at something and sharing it with your friends and your family. That's their job, that's their business. Their business is eyeballs, clicks, likes, follows, and shares. So they'll say things to you in the media that are shocking. And it's relentless. Day after day, we see the lead story on every single news channel here in Australia and all through our socials. It's all about the impending doom that this pandemic is and what everybody's doing about it. You know what, I'm, I'm actually pretty desensitized to the 24-hour news cycle that we have here in Australia and, and wherever else I'm getting my news. And I think we're all pretty desensitized to it. The horror and the disasters and the horrific nature of reporting on the news is something that is a normal part of our lives and, and it's happening every day. And you know, I think that people that watch the news, they kind of just shrug their shoulders and go, oh, well, there's nothing I can do about it anyway. It's just kind of part of it. But inevitably, if you've been shocked by something at some point of watching the news, you've probably shared that somebody something with somebody verbally, meaning, hey, man, did you see what happened on the news or did you see this story or that story? And if you ever encounter people that don't watch the news and they're not interested in any of that stuff, they're like, whoa, geez, I didn't, I didn't know that. And the answer is obviously turn the, turn the damn news off and you're not going to see all of that horror and the horrific things there. But in a situation like we're faced now with this pandemic, you can't really afford to turn the news off. You need to be aware of what's going on and don't bury your head in the sand and think that everything's going to be all right because it's, it's not. For me, I haven't always been desensitized to the 24-hour news cycle. It wasn't always that way for me. I want to share a little story with you and, and just to highlight uh, what's it's a crazy world that we're living in. When I, was a, when I was a little kid, I mustn't have been more than about eight or nine years old. And when I was little, and even now when I'm big and grown up, I loved everything to do with aeroplanes and aviation uh, and everything to do with anything that flew in the sky. And when I, as I say, when I was, must have been eight or nine years old, I remember reading about the Japanese uh, Zero aeroplane and thinking, wow, man, what a, what a great plane that was and how cool that was. But then in discovering those, discovering information about those aeroplanes and uh, the Japanese Air Force and what they did and how it all happened, I discovered kamikaze pilots. And I remember... I remember thinking that those planes were so cool, but then being really, really confused about 
these young men, they were, they were drinking alcohol. They would drink like rice wine or this thing called sake before they got in the plane. They're drinking alcohol. I didn't think that you would, you would do that before you got in a plane. And it's really confusing to me as a kid. And then these pilots would get in the plane and the engineers would weld the canopy shut so they couldn't get out of these airplanes. And they, they took off on their missions and it was a, a one a one-way mission. And to me as a little kid, it was just really, really confusing. So the concept of a kamikaze pilot was really strange to me as a boy. And I feel like it's a really vivid memory for me as as a child. And I guess <laughs> I guess that kids shouldn't be left alone with World War II books and left to their own devices. That's that's part of the part of the problem right there. Anyway, the reason that I raise that is because the concept of that is the concept of a, of a suicide mission or a suicide bomber in today's modern society is actually pretty normal. There's a whole generation of people, my sons included, who were born in the early 2000s that have been in society for as long as we've been in war. These are the longest wars in Iraq and Afghanistan in, in the history of modern society. And on a daily basis, these people are blowing themselves up and killing themselves. And to, to my sons that see that on the news every now and then, they're like, oh, it's just normal. But you know what? It's, it's, actually, it's actually not normal. People blowing themselves up, kamikaze pilots, that's not normal. And when I draw the comparison of all of that horror of war and the innocence of childhood and all that stuff. Back to this pandemic, I want to share with you what's actually bothering me about all of this. And over the last month, as I've watched this whole story unfold, it's become increasingly distressing for me. There was a time about a, about a, only about a week ago where I'm, I'm desensitized to just about everything in the news cycle. I'm desensitized to so many things that have gone wrong in our world. And there was, I just had to turn it off. It's just too much for me. I had to look away and, um, and, I, and I'm not surprised. And now I kind of understand why people don't want to watch the news. They don't want to be in that cycle. They don't want to see that doom and gloom. And, and I don't know, maybe there's something a little bit sadistic about my personality that I want to see it all the time. I'm part of it. I'm addicted to it. I want to watch it. But it was really, really getting to me. And what I, at first, I couldn't put my finger on what it was that I was feeling. But after a little while, I realized that what I was, what I was doing and what the people on the news were doing and in social media and what I was seeing and witnessing was they're showing these charts and they're showing the numbers and the ever-increasing, the rising number of cases, the rising number of deaths, and the, and the exponential growth in uh, these people getting infected. And it's like a game of sport. It's like you're reading the scoreboard from the, between the Broncos and the Bulldogs on the weekend. You know, they, they won 39-2. It's like ridiculous. And, you know, you, you wake up in the morning and... You don't turn the news on, but inevitably at some point in your morning, you're going to look at your phone and you're going to scroll through your news feed or you're going to look at your email and there's going to be something there. There's no, there's no escape from it. There's no way that you can get away from it. And I would suggest to you that you have to go, you have to lean into this. It's awful. It's awful and it's horrible, but you've got to lean into it and 
I turned it off and I tried to turn it off, but I couldn't turn it off because I couldn't look away because it's so horrible. And what I realized after about a, a week of trying to look away from it is what I was feeling is I, I was feeling the full force of the tragedy that this pandemic is and the unfolding tragedy that it actually is. It's really, really sad. And the number of people that have died is just incredible. You know, I, I looked before at the scoreboard and it was more than 5,000 people that have died. And these people that have that have passed away, they, they've got families, they've got loved ones, they had hopes, dreams. And, you know, I, I guess what I was feeling, and I'm still feeling a little bit, it makes me a little bit emotional to kind of talk about it now, is the, the, the sadness and, and the tragedy of their loss. But I think it's, it's like the loss of their innocence. And it's the innocence of these random strangers that I don't even know. And their life has been kind of snuffed out and suffocated by some stupid bug. And it just seems so random and so unnecessary. And, it, and it's sad. There's something else that I, I realized in the process of in just trying to process all of this. And I'm like, I'm like you. I'm like everybody, this is like a, a terrible tragedy that's unfolding right before us. And it's a fast moving tragedy as well. And trying to keep up the news cycle, it, it's hard. And where's it up to? How is it going to affect me? And it, and it is definitely affecting me. It's definitely affecting me for, on, a, on a mental level. It's affecting me in the physical world because of what I can and can't do. It's affecting me. And it's affecting every single person on this planet. A pandemic is one of those things that affects every single person on the planet. The other part of, of what was really upsetting me and part of the reason that I turned away from the news cycle and I stopped watching and I stopped participating in any of that was there's a bunch of people out there that are really unbelievably thoughtless and they're going out there saying that this COVID-19 is, is not a problem. You know, normal seasonal flu kills 60,000 people, normal... Uh, disease, this disease kills this many people and this many people die of hunger every year. And it's like a pissing contest that you're saying that there's, this pandemic doesn't matter because the tragedy that you have over here is far greater than the tragedy that's unfolding right before us right now. It doesn't make any sense to me that people would go out there and, and say those things. It just, it was making me so mad and I, I don't understand why one tragedy is worse than the other. So my question to the people out there that are doing that is, what, what, do you, what, what, is, what value do you place on human life? If someone dies in a car accident, is that more valuable than somebody dying of the coronavirus? It's just ridiculous. And the relentless news cycle of bad news and the scoreboard of what's going on is bad enough. Never mind these highly, highly stupid and insensitive people trying to compare their disaster, saying that it's worse than this unfolding disaster. If your mum died in a car crash, would you go out there being and, and quote car crash statistics and compare them to the coronavirus? You wouldn't. You just wouldn't do it. So if your mum didn't die in a car crash, why are you out there doing that? Because somebody's mum did. And it's just so unbelievably stupid and insensitive. And it just baffles me 
that just because you're sitting behind a keyboard or behind a phone, you can be such a dick about it. Stop it. Stop doing that. Don't, don't do that. If your dad died of a heart attack, would you be out there quoting heart disease statistics saying more people die of heart disease every year than they're gonna than are gonna die of coronavirus you wouldn't it's the same thing you wouldn't go out there and say that but there's people out there doing that and it just doesn't make any sense to me it's like they've got something to prove like they've got a point to prove that my disaster is worse than your disaster so what i would say is just stop being so insensitive to all of those things this is not a competition yeah, this is a worldwide pandemic that's going to affect every single person on this planet in some way, shape, or form. Economically, physically, intellectually, emotionally, and spiritually, it's going to affect all of us. We're all in this together. And trying to compare your tragedy to the one that's unfolding in front of us is just unbelievably ridiculous and stupid to me. So stop doing that if you're doing it. Every life is important, and it's it. It's in times like these that we've got to come together. We have to. We must come together. We are going to get on the other side of this. This will not last forever. Things will improve. It will get better. But for the foreseeable future, it's going to be a really, really rough and rocky ride. And we've got to come together. We've got to stop trolling each other. We've got to stop trying to compare one tragedy to another and just be a little bit kinder and if you see somebody trolling somebody else saying that their disaster is worse than this disaster call them out on it tell them tell them to stop it because every life is important every single life is important and every loss every loss is a tragedy of unimaginable proportions to the families that lose those loved ones every tragedy it's you you can't imagine the loss and the grief that those people are feeling. But then you go into social media and say more people die in a car crash. What the hell is wrong with you? Every life is important and every loss is an absolute tragedy. I just wanted to share this video with you because I think it shares a little bit of me and I'm, I want this, this is a human tragedy that's unfolding and even though the coronavirus hasn't affected anybody around me, any person, at some point it will. At some point I'll know somebody uh, who catches this thing. Statistics will, will kind of catch up with me, I think. It's just inevitable that that's going to happen. In the meantime, I'm kind of exposed to all the media that's out there the same way you guys are, and it's stressful, and it's relentless, and I get it. And I want you to understand that if you're feeling a little bit overwhelmed by it, it's completely normal, right? It's completely normal to feel that level of overwhelm, that level of, oh my God, I just can't believe it. And then I can't believe the people and the trolls that I see in social media. What the hell is wrong with you people? It's completely normal to be feeling that stuff. Make sure you share how you're feeling with your friends and your family because they might be feeling the same way as well. And if you've got no one to talk to, make sure you pop some comments here on this video here and just get inside of this ecosystem because we're all in this together. This is a positive ecosystem where we just don't tolerate any of those trolls or any of that bullshit that's out there. All right, if you're feeling a little bit freaked out about all this stuff, as I, I definitely have been, uh, the, the new cycle, as I say, was relentless. It was too much for me uh, about a week ago. 
Uh, we've got a uh, some really great guided meditations my mate Prash and his missus have put together. Prash runs a business in the UK called uh, Mantra Therapy. Uh, he does all this really cool urban spirituality stuff and he's created some guided meditations for us and some really great subliminals. So I encourage you to go over and check those out. Uh, you have a morning and afternoon and, and a nighttime one that you can do. And you know, there's nothing better than just putting those earbuds in, switching the world off for 15 minutes and doing some inner work on yourself. It feels really empowering to take back a little bit of that and not being, because it's inner, yeah? It's coming from within and it's not the bombardment, the relentless bombardment from without. So I encourage you to check that out. Just visit goallin.com.au forward slash chill and you can have a look at those and uh, check it out. All right. I'd love to know your thoughts on these crazy people that are out there. I'd love to know your thoughts on my videos here. So make sure you get involved in the comments below. Join our community, be part of it. And uh, I'm looking forward to sending some replies your way as well. As always, if you've got a, a message or a comment or some feedback for the show and you want to email me directly, you can do that by visiting the website. Just go to goallin.com.au, hit the contact tab there on the top of the page and you can drop me an email straight through the form on the website. When you're over there, don't forget to follow uh, me on all of the socials. Join us on Facey, join the Facebook group, join us on Instagram as well. And we would love to engage with you inside the ecosystem. All right, well, that wraps it up for this video. So until the next time, stay safe. Look out for each other. Look out for your family. Keep that little bit of social distance in there. And whatever decisions you're making, make sure you go all in. And I'll see you in the next video right over there.